everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You, and I'm your host of the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here's where we talk about the connection between creativity and healing by interviewing amazing creatives, spectacular healers, and inspiring people who have used creativity in their healing. What does it mean to be creative? What is creativity? You don't have to write a best-selling book or paint a masterpiece or even play in a rock band. Creativity is in everything that we do, in the ways we think, in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You. Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today, I have with me Nicole Burgess. Nicole is a licensed psychotherapist and leadership coach to introverted, sensitive, purpose-driven professional women. She is also the host of Soul Filled Sisterhood podcast and founder of the Self-Care Summit, Improve Your Bottom Line and Your Personal Life. Over the last 15 years, she has coached, guided, and collaborated with over a thousand women. She helps them break free from perfectionism, demote their inner critic, embrace their fears through action, and grow professionally without sacrificing their personal life. As a result, they are more productive at work, have more meaningful relationships, and no longer sacrifice their well-being for others. So welcome, Nicole. Oh, thank you so much for having me on today, Larissa. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. I am. So can you share some of your story and your path that's brought you here? Yeah. So like I tell others, it's like everybody has that twisty turny uh, journey. And I started out in accounting and then I moved on to be a business analyst. And no matter where I went, people would come into my cubicles. People would stop me at grocery stores, at the library and start to tell me their life story, tell me about relationship issues. And in high school, I absolutely loved psychology. And so it wasn't until my late 20s, early 30s that my friends kept saying, go to grad school, get your master's. And I finally did. And so I got it in um, counseling psychology. Then I got licensed in California and then I've moved across the country. And so I've got licensed in different spaces. And now I'm evolving much more into being a coach because um, the licensure, it strictly is for mental health. And it restricts me to just working in the state that I'm licensed in. But as a coach, I don't go with the mental health stuff anymore. It's more about just women really getting out of their own way, shifting that mindset, taking action, really facing fears like imposter syndrome, perfectionism, all that. And it's so fun to work with them as they tap into those things and do some shifting. Oh, I totally agree. It's very similar. It seems like we've had a very similar path and then um, also do similar work. So that's amazing. (laughs) So, So what does healing with creativity mean to you? To me, it's, I go back to more like what your soul is really calling you to do. And every woman that I've ever worked with, whether it's been in my clinical business or in my coaching field, I do a lot of questioning of like, what is their soul calling? And I work with a lot of women who often get, sometimes again, when perfectionism is running their life, they become a workaholic and they forget to tap into that creative part. And that could be creatively solving issues. That could be, you know, working in your garden. To me, that's a grounding thing to do. I also do a lot of fiber art stuff. 
but it's anything that just really brings your soul forward and a different way of kind of viewing the world. And I know many of your guests have said that too. It's like, what well, it could be this? It could be this. And it really can. There's so mm-hmm. many avenues to that, but it all depends on yeah, who you are and what really taps into your soul. Yeah, I, I, I so agree. And I am constantly saying that creativity is in everything we do. Yes. So it's, it's just, it's part of who we are. And if we can just learn to embrace that and, mm-hmm. and sort of move freely through it, I think it can be so helpful. Mm-hmm. So, helpful. so do you think there's a driving force that inspires you? I say so. I think it, there's a driving force actually in everybody. And to me, that soul, and it, some people call it spirit, some people call it God, some people call it universe. But to me, it's that inner wisdom that comes forward. And if if I'm not aligned with what is calling me, like when I was an accountant <laughs> for a while, it's like soul sucking business, like, yes, I can do numbers. Yes, I can do this. And yes, it helps me with my current businesses. But it just was not fulfilling to me. And so really paying attention to what that inner calling was for me and following it, even though it was like, I'm going to go do what? I'm going to go move across the country. I'm going to what? And it's like, continue to face those fears. And uh, yeah, I'm happy I did all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true. So true. And how has a past pain informed your life purpose? You know, it was early on, which again, developmentally I think we all do this when we don't have like a strong ego and we're learning it. it's like trying to get the approval from parents and validation from other people and as we grow and evolve part of that was really looking and acknowledging and like I was living that life where you know my parents are encouraging me to, to do accounting because it was quote the safer thing to do but because it just wasn't in alignment with what I was placed on this planet for it was learning that it's like it's okay even well-intentioned loved ones it's not their path and so really looking at doing what has called me and not waiting for other people to approve me or validate me and that's a continued evolution right especially when perfectionism gets in the way so I like to tell people I'm like yes I'm totally a recovering perfectionist because it's like I've got to do this and I've got to do it like everybody else is like no you don't You've got to do what works for you. So that continues to inform me and making sure that I am staying in my own lane and not trying to do what other people think I ought to do. Yes, because it's so easy to caught up, get caught up in what other people think or what we think other people will think and you know, all of those things. Yes. Absolutely. So what would you say is your favorite creative healing modality? You know, I think there's a couple different things. I don't know if I really have one. I know for me, it's staying in tap with what my body is telling me to do. And so making sure that I'm stretching, making sure that I'm tuned into if my body is like, you know, stretch here, do this and making sure that I'm keeping it to the healthiest that I can do. And then on a, on a, totally other avenue or another part of it is I'm in the fiber arts. And so I love to do like weaving or knitting and spinning. All of those things feed me. And I think they really help me be a better businesswoman. They help me be a better coach. They help me be a better clinician because it's more of the well-rounded is like I'm staying grounded and giving myself permission to do my own thing so that I can also do this professional life too. Yeah. And I think, I think that's really important that, um, making sure that we have that in our own lives, you know, if we're helping other people and, and I have to stop and remind myself sometimes, cause I enjoy all of those things, but you get so busy and yep. caught up in doing business 
Yep. And you need to take that time to do those things for yourself. So I, I actually have incorporated some of them into my business so mm-hmm. that I do them. I do a create with me night so that, you know, I get to create. I do a meditation yes. and journaling practice class every morning and I get to journal. And, you know, those things help. So I built them into my business so it would help me. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's really wise. And, and it really is. You know, I talk with clients. It's like I do walk the talk. There may be times, you know, again, I can, like any human being, our own imperfection can show up and we kind of get back into our own little trance and forgetting. But with all the clients that I work with as well, it's like I've got set time for my morning routines and that's my time. This is what I do. And then carving out other little times or days off where I'm like, this is what I'm going to work on. That's just for me. It's just personal. It may not even be business related, but then being intentional about focusing on your business. So I love that you've incorporated like the best of both into all of that. And your clients get to see that it's like, yeah, I'm not making this up. It's really powerful work to be able to do both. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is. It really is. So it is. And I love sharing it. Right. And it also keeps me grounded in doing it. Yep. So Yeah. So um, what is your greatest accomplishment to date? Oh, my goodness. I love this question. And I think there's a couple different things. I know for me, it was truly following my calling, which was starting out to be a therapist, um, a clinical, uh, uh, well, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and then now moving into coaching and truly having my own business because having these businesses has given me the freedom to really work with the temperament that I'm in and just create the lifestyle that I want versus working for somebody else. There's a more flexibility and I just, yeah, I love it. And it gives me, I'm not burnt out. Um, I've been there before and recognizing Yeah. Creating that personal time too. So again, it's like I get fulfillment in the professional side and giving back and serving people, but I also have this beautiful space for feeding Mm -hmm. me too, you know, and I just, I love, there's a much better harmony with that. I don't like the word balance. So I say harmony um, Mm -hmm. in this. So to me, I'm like, yeah, I've succeeded in where I wanted to be and still have other goals, but at the same time, like, yeah, I created what I wanted. Yeah, and I, I think that's so important. I was just uh, recently part of an anthology uh, called The Power of Why, mm-hmm. and we hit the international bestsellers list, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. And um, But I've been interviewing other businesswomen, asking them about their why as part of the promotion for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, your why you do what you do is, is so important. And, it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, good. So... So if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would that be? So I actually, I was listening to some of your other guests. And I'm like, well, I, don't, I didn't hear anybody say, I already do it. And I think I do. I think I already am making those changes. To me, my ultimate thing when I started out to be a, a therapist was as long as I can change one person who is wanting change, then there's the ripple. Because mm-hmm. it is. And I know I've done that. I mean, people have told me that. It doesn't mean like, oh, I'm all powerful in this and that. It's not about that. It's women showing up, wanting there to be change in their life and them making those changes and seeing the difference that it makes. So they actually, you know, they become more of a recovering perfectionist. They tame that inner critic and tell it to take a back seat, right? So that they've got their own inner coach that comes forward. They give themselves excuse me, they give themselves more grace. They really embrace that they're enough and they weren't put on this planet to be the pleaser to everybody out here. And that's okay. 
Yeah. So it's like, those are all those things. It's like, oh, I do that with the work that I do. And I just love watching women truly just embrace all of that and see them just blossom and take off. It's so fun. It's so rewarding. It is. It is because we do similar work in different ways, but, um, and it is so amazing to see the changes and, and, and witness that. So yes. yeah, that is a great accomplishment. That is a great accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so if, what inspirational advice would you give someone who's struggling? I think more than anything, I know one thing that I do every day when it's, when it's truly like my quote work week, work week, I start my day out with something that inspires me. It can be, you know, a book, it could be a video, it could be a TED talk, anything, something that really kind of taps in and helps me kind of anchor into the day of inspiring others, leading others. So I'd say do that. And then remember, this is, it's a journey. So you're going to mess up. That's embracing that imperfection. There truly is no perfection. If we strive for perfection, that's what's going to steal the joy out of your life. And it doesn't allow you really to receive even joy into your life or into your relationship. So it's like, take a deep breath. Pause mm-hmm. into the moments and just be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as women, we, you know, it's something we've been taught or it's been ingrained in us that we just, we have to keep up with everybody and we have to do it all and we have to be super women. And, and we are super women, but really, why, why does it have to be all on us? Right. And why, you know, why do we have to do everything? Yep. And why do we have to try and do everything perfectly? Right. So really understanding that there is no perfect. It's something you will never achieve because somebody somewhere is not going to be happy with it. Most likely you. And so Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is no such thing as perfect. And just starting to, you know, figure out why we do the things we do and start to uncover those things is so important. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing to do like the healthy striving where there's almost like I call it like your own inner competition. Like you're really wanting to raise yourself up more like up level. Mm -hmm. True perfectionism. It's the fear of what other people think. Like somehow you're going to get ridiculed or this and that. My gosh, you know, there's critics everywhere. It's so easy to be a critic. It's hard to be in the arena as Brene Brown will talk about, right? And actually Mm -hmm. do the work. So if you're an entrepreneur, it's like, it takes perseverance. It takes grit. It takes courage to have your own business, whatever that looks like. And recognize mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, if you're getting criticism from folks who don't do that, then okay, let them be in that bleacher section and be like, thanks, but no thanks. You're not doing what I'm doing. And that's okay. But, and even like we were talking about before we hit record, there's so much pivoting that is going on and evolving with everyone, especially, you know, for moms. And it's just recognizing like, you know what? There is no perfection in your business. There's not going to be perfection if you've got to school your kids at home or be with them and you've got little ones running around. It's like you're going to do the best that you can with what is going on in our world right now, knowing that, yes, we're all going to make it through, but everybody's circumstances are different. So please give yourself some grace. Yeah, absolutely. It, I think it's so important that as women that we just start to look after ourselves mm-hmm. and recognize that we cannot do it all. And and we really don't need to do it all. No. Right? We don't. We don't no. need to do it all. Oh. <laughs> I just, I just 
wish more women would figure that out. It took me a long time to figure it out. So now I just want to help other people figure that out, right? So well, that- yeah, and I think that's what you're doing. And and sometimes we honestly, we need to hear that message in a lot of different ways because it is a mindset. It is an ingrained belief, especially I, I like to say, I'll stick with the U.S. because that's what I'm familiar with the most, right? Not every culture and country has that same mindset. But for us, like, yeah, we're the caregivers. We're this, we're that. It's like, yeah, but uh, we're also repressed. We've been suppressed. And it's like breaking out, like, it's okay to ask for help. It doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you strong. It's okay if you have a partner and you need, you know, somebody else to help out with the household stuff. It's like, yeah, if they're there with you, um, hello, you need to reevaluate kind of those household duties. You don't need to do everything. And you may need to look at what am I really thinking? Do I need to outsource something in my business? And then calling people and getting the numbers, like really crunch your numbers, your finances, and see if that's, you know, actually doable so that you're not thinking, I really do need to do it. Like, no, you truly don't. And it, no is a full and complete sentence. And it's totally okay. <laughs> yes. And I, I say that a lot, actually, that you don't need to explain. No is enough, right? That's, that's all you need to say. And you need to learn to say it more. And yep. that's one of the first things um, if people start working with me is that learning to say no, learning to say no, right? Love so. it. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say you have an inspirational quote that sums up your life journey? You know, I'm not sure if it actually sums my life journey up. There are so many things that truly inspire me, so many different people. And you had a previous guest, they read um, Marianne Williamson's quote about Mm -hmm. fear, and I'm not going to repeat that one. So this one is from actually Thich Nhat Hanh, and it's to be beautiful means to be yourself. You don't need to be accepted by others. You need to accept yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think to me that that really... uh, yeah, encapsulates what I do with the women that I work with and what I'm even reminding myself of. It's again, mm-hmm. I'm not here on this planet to get everybody's approval or validation. It's like put on here for a purpose. It's stay focused, stay stuck with, or not stay stuck, but stay grounded in that why. Yeah. And everybody has their own unique path and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's so true. Well, I have enjoyed this so much. And is there anything that you want to add that maybe we haven't discussed today? I think, you know, it really taps into all that you're talking about, incorporating creativity into your life. To me, it re- that's self-care. I mean, that honestly is a big piece of what I do with women is they forget that self-care is a necessity. It's not selfish. It doesn't make you greedy. You don't need to be the last on the list. Being able to have time for yourself, quiet time, taking walks in nature, whatever rejuvenates you, whatever just really lifts your soul up, do that. Make it a priority. Everyone else will figure stuff out. You're not going to neglect them. But it's mm-hmm. just like as they get older too, it's just like, yeah, they can take re- take responsibility for themselves. You are not responsible for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I also use the analogy of the oxygen mask, right? Because when we look after ourselves, we are better able then to help others and and look after them if they need or, you know, anything like that. Because we have a large um, uh, population of that sandwich. um, Yes. uh, Generation. Generation. Sorry, the word just escaped me. But the, you know, you're looking after kids still and you're looking after your parents now and you and you're, you're working or you have a business and whatever it is, and you're juggling all of these things. And 
that self-care is so important. Being able to to look after everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I did see that you have a free gift for. So there's a, actually there's a free workshop they can go to if they want to do like kind of the five shifts to end the overwhelm, especially if they're highly sensitive and, or, you know, um, introverted entrepreneurs, they can go out to Nicole Burgess coaching.com. I think it's forward slash end overwhelm. Watch that workshop. And again, it's just an ongoing uh, video that they can watch at the time that works for them. And then if they feel called to it, then they can have a, a discovery session with me and we can go from there. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Well, that's exciting. Well, I think I thank you so much for being here. I've enjoyed our conversation yes. so much. And to our listeners, we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Bye for now. Have you seen the books that I've put out? If you don't know me, I'm Larissa Russell, the owner of Creative You. I currently have a few books available on Amazon, titles such as Gratitude, How to Live with Joy and Gratefulness, happier you in five minutes a day plus the international bestseller the power of why and coming later this year is total disaster to total master seven steps to your authentic self click the link below to purchase your copies now 